Give me head, babe. <laughs> Another edition of the Headbin, the weekly NRL Supercoach Draft podcast. Each week, we'll take a swing at the key topics influencing the world of Supercoach Draft, NRL, and the highlights from our very own weekly draft comp, the Headbin. Good evening, everyone, and welcome to the Headbin, the NRL Supercoach Draft podcast. I'm Dusty. Uh, with me, as always, Benny. How are you, mate? Yeah, good, mate. Good. It's a uh, good feeling having a win with the Blues and. Just uh, on cloud nine this week at the moment. It's been been nice. <laughs> hard not to be, mate. It would be hard not to be after uh, the demolition on Sunday. Uh, Lukey, you're with us again, mate. How are you? Yeah, good. Always good. Always good. But uh, yeah, the old uh, bye weeks and rep rounds and stuff has sort of broken up the whole um, fluency of the the super coach season. So just trying to get some traction there and push forward. Yeah, and we. Uh, we uh, obviously have to do it again in a couple of weeks' time too with the uh, the second buy round, which is a little bit frustrating, but it's very stop-start. But uh, we'll get into it while we can. Lads, this time uh, every week we uh, we jump into the brew, so let's get into it. Brothy with the boys. Brothy with the boys. I love that stuff. Been drinking it for years. Brothy with the boys. Brothy with the boys. You know, I, I heard they recently decided to add more hops to it. Now we've... Uh, We've, we've just we've been a bit slack the last few weeks, and we've just kind of grabbed whatever drinks are in the in the fridge, which originally wasn't the uh, the purpose of this section. Uh, the purpose was to to go and grab a different beer each week and try some, uh, some some different variety of what's out there. So we've done that. We've made a concerted effort to uh, to to go far and wide and try and get something fairly unique. So Benny, what'd you come up with for tonight, mate? Yeah, mate. We spoke about it. Um earlier today and a recommendation from Azza was to head over to the Black Sheep Bottleos um, and I found one on the way home at Newmarket and I picked up a couple got the Moffat Beach Brewing Co Passenger Pale Ale and I picked up a uh, what is it Ten Toes Ten Toes Brewing Culture oh, Ten Toes are very good very Pine good. Lime Pine Lime Creamsicle so I'm pretty keen for that Ooh. Nice one and Lukey what about yourself mate yeah well I wasn't able to get to one of the boutique um, bottleos like yourselves so I had to settle for BWS which isn't great but I managed to I, I've been um, wanting to try the Bent Spoke Brewing uh, for a while um, they've won a few awards over the years so I've grabbed myself a uh, Sprocket and a Crankshaft both IPAs so we'll see how they go yeah nice one very good well I um I grabbed a bit of a weird one tonight. I got uh, Wolf of the Willows, the S'mores Man. It's a toasted marshmallow, marshmallow amber ale. I don't right. know how you folks can drink that shit. Hey, like this this creamy beer taste. I don't know. Yeah. Well, it it doesn't taste anything like that at all, really. But the preparation's quite odd. You've actually got to shake the can up first, pump it into like a beer glass, and just let it all settle. So you've got a nice head and a nice mix, but it's uh, it's not half bad if you like a darker ale and an amber ale. It's uh, it's very nice. And then once that's down, I've, uh, I'm flying pretty close to the sun, lads. I've got a super hornet just to kind of carry me through for the rest of the Lockdown night. Lockdown hornets. Lockdown hornets, mate. Yeah, yeah so uh, could get interesting towards the end of the potty. Um, I actually don't mind this passenger pale ale. It's very nice. It's um, it's kind of more of a tropical pale ale. It's it's pretty fruity, but the best kind. It's good. It's it's really good. I like it. Yeah, I've so just like six pack. I've just pack. gone off those sours and shit that taste like have the milky. They they don't look or taste milky, but they've got like the the you know salted caramel or the coffee or I'm just like yeah. Yeah, there's certain lines I feel like beer shouldn't cross and, and, and you know, milk-flavoured drinks is probably one of them for me. But, yeah, that's just me. Yeah, well, the, as I was telling you boys, the sours that I'm into at the moment, the uh, the Hope Brewing, oh, jeez, they do an absolute belting sour. Oh, so good. Very yeah, right. good. And I'll, uh, I can, I had a pineapple one on the weekend, and, uh, yeah, it was, it was very, very tasty. Benny, mate, the blues... Killed us two games down, and you've absolutely handed us our ass. 
as you were touching on at the start, mate, um, you, you're pretty happy after Sunday. Yeah, Lukey and I just spoke about it off air. Like maybe the the 76 to six scoreline over the two games takes away from the, the feeling behind Origin a little bit, the spectacle, um, the tight games that you know, even that eight in a row. Yeah, there were a couple of games where Queensland pumped us, but generally the games were within you know two, four, six points, and anyone could have won at any time of the game. You know, there's so many games that Queensland won from one intercept that went the length, and you know, that was it, it was game over, we're up by two and then all of a sudden we're down by four. So, yeah, it's it's a good feeling to, to win and it's 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 just good to see us have a team that's young and so dominant at the same time. Like, um, we don't have a lot of old heads in the team, we don't have a Thurston, we don't have a Smith. You know, no one's even 30. So, it's good to see young players sort of... Clear he's got such a level head on him, man, for a, for a 22 or 23-year-old halfback. Um, I just think it just speaks speaks to our future. It's going to be it's going to be a, a really tight, um, tightly contested series in years to come, especially when Queensland start blooding these younger freaks that they've got. So yeah, it's it's good to get a win, but um, hopefully we can continue to roll on and get a few in a row. I, I wouldn't mind a, a nine in a row, but I'm I'm not holding my breath. Settle down over there, mate. Put it back in your pants. Fuck. Yeah, come on, brother. Jeez, Jeez it's only early in the potty. Fuck. <laughs> so, obviously, today, out of it all, uh, it's come to light that Cleary's going to miss at least a few weeks, depending on uh, the outcome of the rest of, uh, of his shoulder injury and whether it needs, you know, immediate surgery or or whatever it is. And I'm sure the uh, the NRL physio will keep us well and truly up to date with, uh, you know, the in-depth nature of the injury and then just definitely recovery time and stuff like that as well. But any other um, concerning charges and injuries to come out of the, the match? I saw that Tommy um, kind of stubbed his toe or, no, it was a mid-foot injury or something like that that he avoided. So, um, you know, I guess keep your, keep your eyes on, you know, as we Tommy watch for the rest of the week. Pretty much. So, was there anything else that we that uh, we need to kind of talk to there in terms of player availabilities and, and injuries and that kind of stuff? Um, just keep an eye on Teddy. He had that um, hip bandaged up. I think he had a hip flexor or a hip pointer injury. Um, and I don't know if you saw the big bandage he had on his hip. Plus, you know, he, he played a pretty big role on Wednesday night, and they're up first this weekend. So, I wouldn't be surprised if Teddy gets a rest. That um, that's the one he did at Canberra. He's been nursing that for yeah. a while, so I think that's just precautionary. To be fair, um, I don't, I, yeah, I, I don't know. I, I wouldn't be surprised if Tommy doesn't play. To be fair, even if that ankle's given him, you know, just a, a tiny bit of curry, they've got the Bulldogs. The Bulldogs have lost like six blokes this week from that COVID breach. Um, oh, mate, Manly could. Tr- could roll out the side that got pumped by 50 in the trials to the Tigers and still beat this Bulldog side. Um, so I wouldn't be surprised if Dylan Walker comes into fullback, Moses Suley comes onto the bench there, and Tommy has a rest. I, I, I don't know why you'd risk him. There's no way they lose that game. But yeah, that's Des. So we'll see how we go. Yeah. Yeah, last minute changes. This could be, could be on the cards as it was last Origin. So yeah. many changes after that uh, that first Origin game that, yeah, again, you just got to keep your eyes on the late mail and make sure that, uh, you know, you got cover if you're in, uh, you know, more shallow leagues and you've got a bit of bench space and blokes you can flick and things like that. And I guess that applies to uh, the, the leagues at the other end of the, the scale too that have got, uh, you know, might be, you know, 12 or 14 men leagues where you've got a lot of players you can flick on the end of your bench. Uh, if your Origin representatives in your team get uh, get rested this weekend, so yeah. But oh, look, it was a dreadful game to go to. To be fair, it was a, it was pretty much over after that Latrell intercept because we, we were we were at max output right up until that point. Like we were kind of just hanging on really, and uh, that that kind of broke our back. But Lukey, you and I were talking about it. Um, yesterday and, and, and trying to dissect it all and, and I think that uh, you know I'm not sure where DCE's at um, you know I think he's kind of running into that late in the career form that we see uh, some of the halves get get impacted by but I think Munster might still be struggling from that um, suspected this Frank injury too you know he doesn't seem to have the uh, the impact he's playing very flat as well 
Um, so he's not kind of moving like he used to, but uh, yeah, we got some we got some issues definitely. Um, so we, we'll have to uh, hopefully blood some some young fellas in the next game. I think we've got to say goodbye to Kyle Felt. Unfortunately, I just don't Ugh. see what he's bringing to the Fuck, team. He's been dreadful. Yeah, and Felice Cafusi is another one who's yep. just he's done more harm than good in the last couple of years at least for us. And uh, yeah, we just got to uh, try and figure out obviously. I don't think that you bring Harry Grant and Ponga back into the side. I'm not sure if the clubs will let them uh, at, at this point, considering it's almost a foregone conclusion. But yeah, um, a bit of a shame we couldn't let uh, couldn't get Molotalo over the line. And obviously, Reese Walsh, if he uh, he stayed fit, would have uh, had another cap under his belt. But we've got a bit of work to do, wouldn't you say? No doubt about it. I, I think it's an opportunity though to blood some blokes who probably would, like. Why why don't you get Opacich in? You know, um, why don't you get the hammer on a wing? Um, yeah, oh, what, what's the worst that's going to happen? They get beaten to 50 to 6 again. But yeah. I think you need to get them into that arena. You need to give them a taste. You know, uh, I, I hear other podcasts saying, like, it, it's not those blokes cross to bear having to deal with this. But it's like you've got to put them in that arena to see what they're made of. You know, stand them around at the end of the trophy presentation to get that taste of seeing what it's like, seeing what New South Wales are like when they go up on the podium, see what that feels. You know, that's what Origin's about, building in that culture, building in that um, expectation of of what it's like. Um, Because the thing is, the result means very little to Queensland right now. Okay, a win would be great. A loss, it's probably expected that we're going to lose, right? But you got to think, all those blokes that you debut next week, the first origin, like, that's always going to be a tough hurdle to overcome, your first origin, right? But then once that's done, they're in the book. So if they get picked next year, they've already had one origin. They kind of know what it's about, yeah? They know yeah, about yeah. the build-up. They know everything. So why not just burn that on this one here with a few... There could be five blokes that come in. You know, Tommy Gilbert, Hammer, Opacic, um, Fogarty, even, you, you know, blokes like that. Um, why not? Why not give them a crack? You'd hate to debut them in a must-win game two or three. You know what I mean? Yeah, hell if yeah. You've got a, if you've got a chance to do it now, you know, a um, lot of expectation. And as you can see, with the, with the injury tolls rising each year... You know that our the chances of our absolute best seventeen being available for the first uh, for the whole series is it's it's not going to happen. So you know you're going to have to bring you're going to have to have depth in Origin these days. And, and look, New South Wales have got it, um, you know, by the acre at the moment, and Queensland just don't. So it's a good opportunity to kind of do that. I wouldn't mind just resting DCE too, and just giving Benny Hunt the reins. Yep, he seems to be thriving a bit at St George, and I'd just be going, mate. This is this is your team now. Um, have a crack, see what you can come up with, and yeah, go from there. You couldn't hurt. Do you reckon Freddie pushes for the whitewash? Given it's a pretty rare thing. Yeah, yeah, yep. yeah he does. Hundred percent. He'll, he'll play what yeah. he can play. So if he can play Tommy, and if he can play Trail and Teddy, hundred percent, he will. The bo- they'll all want it. They'll all want that yeah, because. Yep. You know, like uh, we were discussing on the podcast with the draftsman, um, there hasn't been a whitewash since 2015. Um, you know, it, it's been a long while since there's a whitewash. So I think that's going to be something that everyone will want to be a part of. So I definitely think they'll all stick their hand up for that one. Plus another 15 grand in the back pocket. Lukey, we'll move on. Um, so a few weeks ago, um, we... Uh, we dove, we dove into the uh, the back end of the season, uh, round 16 through to 20, and we we kind of analysed a little bit of the run home and, and you know, the teams with the best uh, or the softest run home, some players to target and just a bit of strategy. Uh, well, as we promised, uh, in the buy round this, this uh, week just gone, we were going to focus on uh, teams' finals runs. Now, we understand that... Uh, Obviously, uh, you can have your finals from uh, 21 uh, through to uh, 24 or 22 to 25. 
Um, I even got a, tech, uh, a direct message from someone who said their comp was from 20 to 23 as they wanted to kind of avoid the last two rounds of the comp due to players being rested and this kind of stuff, which is not a, not a bad strategy. But whatever your finals, uh, wherever your finals fall, we've, uh, we've done up a little bit of a cheat sheet as we did for the, for the run home in the regular season uh, this week on just who has the best runs and you've named some, some players that uh, you think we should be targeting uh, for those run home, mate. So I'll, uh, I'll throw over to you and you can kind of step us through uh, how you've put that together. Yeah, yeah. So pretty much uh, the same basis that I uh, did the, um, I guess the run home with the uh, I, I rated the teams defensively and how much super coach points they give up, and and so the teams with the most green are the teams that I ranked higher. Um, then there's obviously the yellow teams who are moderate defensively, and then the red teams. So the red teams are only really sort of um, Parramatta, Penrith, uh, the Storm. Um, and maybe Souths, um, but Souths give up a lot of points anyway, so probably just those three. Um, so look, uh, what I'll do is I'll just go through the teams and rank them. Um, obviously, we've we've got this up on our socials. I've pinned it to Twitter, so it's there. And obviously, if you go on our Instagram account, you'll be able to see it as pictures. But um, I'll, I've put a boatload of plays from each team, which I don't want to run through all of them because you'll just lose names, you'll forget. But uh, you know, I mean, there's not too many players from these teams that you wouldn't target. Um, especially when you're talking finals, you sort of plug and plays really, or you know, um, you might grab a Knights player now because uh, obviously they're the number one ranked team um, in terms of their run home because they've got Brisbane Sharks, Bulldogs, Titans, Brisbane in the last five rounds. So uh, the other thing too with the Knights is they're, they're getting players back: Pierce, Ponga, you know, Saifidi back from um, Origin, Frizzell will be back in the next few weeks. So they're going to start being a lot more competitive and those teams are teams that leak points so I'd be targeting Knights players if you've got a final spot locked up or you're sort of in and around it uh, I'd definitely be looking at Knights players the second team is the Warriors so they've got the Sharks Dogs Broncos Raiders Titans Um, so uh, obviously uh, the Warriors have pretty uh, transient in terms of the plays that come in and out so it makes it a little bit tough in terms who to target for them they've you know had some players leave they're getting some plays in dwz chad townsend those sort of guys so uh that's going to be a tough one for you but if you can nail that warriors side um definitely they they've got a really juicy run the third one is the tigers uh the poor old tigers have just come off the top four teams i think so their their whole back end looks okay um, they've got the Rabbitohs this week, but after that, I think it gets a little bit easier for them for the next three rounds, and then they head into finals, which is the Dogs, Cowboys, Sharks. They do have Penrith in round 24, um, and then you've got the Dogs to finish off in round 25. So the Tigers, though, they don't make a lot of changes um, this year anyway, so you could sort of rely on a few of those, those players there. So uh, number four is the Sharks. Sharks had a really good run home and they continue that into the finals. They got the Warriors, Knights, Tigers, Broncos. Round 25 is against the Storm, um, but generally the Storm tend to rest players, so I still feel like that's going to be a competitive game for them. Um, so definitely target target Sharks players, and they got some decent plug and play options there as well. Um, number five is the Dogs. Now, the Dogs uh, is a tough one because, obviously, you know, they're not going to win any game. They'll probably win one game between now and the rest of the season. Um, Yeah, so the Dogs probably aren't going to win a game between now and the rest of the season, but they're going to be competitive. They've got the Tigers, Warriors, Knights. They do have Manly in 24, which might be a rest game, and then the Tigers again. Broncos, they've got the Knights, the Roosters, who they did beat. Uh, early in the season, Warriors, Sharks, Knights. Um, the seventh best draw we've got as the Cowboys. So they've got the Titans, Tigers, Eels, Dragons, and then Manly. So round 25, you probably think that if Manly have got a final spot sewed up, they're going to rest some of their guns in that game. And then the Storm, uh, the last of the eight teams that I've ranked, and they've got Manly into Canberra, Titans, Parramatta, and then the Sharks. So these are all teams that I'd look to target. Now, when we say target, you could possibly try and throw out some trades. It is getting late in the season, so... um, 
players might be hard to obtain, but you might also be able to snag them off that bloke who's looking to just uh, throw a Hail Mary out there and uh, try and um, change his side up a bit. But also for waivers and plug and plays and things like that. So that's probably uh, what we're talking about here. So I've put uh, a whole bunch of plays um, as a visual up on our socials. So definitely go and check it out for, for players to target. And obviously with the likes of... The Warriors, you're looking at blokes like DWZ now that he's over there. Um, the Shad. The Chad, mate. The Chad. The Chad. He's over there now, so... Um, Is the Chad yeah. going to goal kick? I don't reckon he will. Personally, I don't think he will. I think that Cody Nicarim is kicking him well enough. No, but remember, remember uh, Reese Walsh was kicking for the last couple of games because Cody had a bung knee or something? No, he hurt his ankle in the last game against Newcastle, and so Cody... Uh, so Reese Walsh took over. That's all it was. Right. I, 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 you know, I mean, watch it. You know, it could be worthwhile to pick up if you if you light on in the halfback spot. But um, look, I, I, to me, if I had to pick teams to target, I'd definitely be looking at Knights. Knights are the team if you're in the finals that you'd be looking to, to go for. You know, Frizzell, Frizzell um, go at the Frizzell owner. Try and get him. Um, Pierce, Watson, Barnett, Saifedi Brothers, Fitzgibbon, uh, Tuala. Kurt Mann, now that he's in the centres, they're blokes that you need to sort of get in your side. I'd also be looking at the Tigers. Uh, Luciano, Garner, uh, Noffa. I've put TPJ in there because I thought that he was going to go there when I did this graphic up, but um, obviously that's been um, hogwash now. So, But uh, Jake Little, Brooks, Dewey, um, yeah, Tommy Talau, blokes like that. So Dewey's uh, a perfect target at the moment because he's on a bit of a low. So Yeah, definitely. With their run home and, you know... I think he's a bloke you need to be targeting if you're a bit light on fullback or five eight. Yeah, yeah, definitely. And and look, to be honest, I've just I've just got a bit of a thing for the Broncos. Um, their finals run, obviously, I'll just rehash that again for you. Is they've got the Knights into the Roosters, Warriors, Sharks, and then the Knights again. Um, oh, look, I, I just feel like the only way's up for these guys. Um, and I think some of the young fellas like Rabadi, um, Tessie Nui, uh, Nui that's coming in, Farnsworth, Cobbo, Haas, Flegler, guys like that. I think that you can really target those sort of guys. And, and obviously this week they've had some some new ins again. So Asako, Oates, those sort of guys. I think they're going to score points, I think, in these coming rounds. So, um, yeah, definitely look at those guys. Yeah, nice one. All right, good stuff. Well, as Lukey said, get over to our socials, have a look at the graphic if you haven't already, and, uh, yeah, start planning. There's only a few rounds left for finals, so uh, you need to get your team into uh, final shape for sure. All right, lads, let's jump into team lists. We interrupt this program to bring you a special report. Congratulations. The rest of you made the team. Except you, you, and you. All right, Benny, you're going to kick us off with the Roosters and Storm on Thursday night. Yeah, 7.50pm, and this game has been moved to McDonald Jones Stadium in Newcastle for COVID reasons. COVID. Uh, fucking handy. Um, as you know, as we spoke about before, there, there could be some ins and outs here, um, just depending on how these players back up from, from origin. So obviously it's going to affect blokes like Teddy, um, Angus Crichton, keep an eye on him. And Cam Munster, probably the main ones. Felice Cafusi did fuck all except miss tackles and get angry, so he'll probably play. Um, Christian Welsh was good, uh, but I think he'll back up and play his regular minutes too. But as we've spoken about before, it's probably not uh, the time to be captaining or be seeing blokes off the back of an Origin game. Um, so yeah, just I'd be steering clear of Munster and and those boys for a, for a VC option here, Teddy even. Um, right, as for changes, so Sam Walker's back. He's had to, a couple of weeks to uh, to rest that shoulder. Uh, but that pushes Lockie Land for the number six, and Joey Manu returns to the centres, pushing Joseph Sawali out of the team. Uh, obviously, that could revert back, and Joey Manu will probably push the fullback and Sawali back into the centres if Teddy's ruled out. Uh, so keep an eye on that one because uh, every time Sawali gets dropped, I'd say there's people in leagues that just drop him out of their side so you can go and get that late pickup as a, as a plug and play for the week to see how he goes he's obviously got that X factor so um, Satili Tupanu is back after a foot injury and that pushes Fletcher Baker back to the bench and um, it says here that Teddy and, and Crichton will both back up from Origin 2 but obviously that's just a 
check on 24-hour mail and then check again on an hour after the game. So, as for the Storm, um, Jesse Bromwich returns from an elbow injury and he's going to partner uh, Christian Welsh in the front row. Um, Welsh may get reduced minutes, but just keep an eye on that or he may be ruled out, who knows. Um, and that drops Kamakamika back to the bench and um, because Nelson Osofa Solomon is still suspended, so he's yet to come back into the side. Harry Grant's out with yet another injury, so... To those blokes that commented on the Ben Hunt, Harry Grant trade that I did with Dusty earlier in the season, I am taking that one to the bank because I wouldn't <laughs> have, I, I would not have a hooker for the last ten weeks if I hadn't done that trade. Well, you wouldn't have beat me last round if it wasn't for Benny Hunt's 130. Correct, correct. Uh, and for those of you that follow for the whole season, wins are few and far between for me. So I got knocked Lukey off last week. This was good. Um, so yeah, he's out with a hamstring injury. Who knows how long it's going to be? Um, I would think a couple of weeks minimum. Um, and then his place on the bench has been taken by Aaron Booth. Tommy Eisenhuth's been sidelined with an elbow injury, um, but in his place is Kenny Bromwich coming back from a rib injury. Um, captaincy vice captaincies in this game. You could, I'd just be running VCs. I, I wouldn't be confident captaining anyone. Um, given your key players are coming back from origin. So VCs for Hines, Munster, Hughes, B. Smith, Walker and Teddy. Your VC is just a free a free hit really. So um, yeah. I'd be leaning more towards your like Hines, Hughes, Brandon Smith and Walker. Um, but if you know if you don't have those players, you got Teddy and Munster, it's worth throwing a VC on them. Um, pickups for this game, uh, Sawali if, if Teddy's ruled out late. Uh, and if K-Brom's been dropped while he's been injured in maybe some shallower leagues, he's definitely a pickup. That's about all I've got. Nice one, mate. Lukey, on to the next Warriors and Dragons on the Friday night. Yep, yep, definitely. So um, this one here, I believe it's at Central Coast Stadium. Um, so Dallin, Watini, Zilesniak and um, the Shad come in um, for the Warriors because they've obviously lost uh, Curran and Aitken to COVID protocols. Poor bastards got stuck on a flight with someone who ended up being infectious, so they're missing the next two rounds. Um, they are a chance of coming back early, but I think uh, they're definitely out of this round. So um, Montoya moves to the wing from the wing to the centres, uh, and Edward Costi comes in. Alicia Ketawa comes into the starting side to cover for Curran. Um, so I think he's a one-week pickup, um, Katoa, because he's been okay in his return. Um, Wade Egan returns, uh, so he should come back into 80 minutes there, and Tavanga goes back to the bench. Um, and for the Dragons, Matt Dufty comes back, um, which sees Sol- um, Tyrrell Sloan, who had a reasonable debut. Um, so Jack Bird goes from back row to centre, pushing Jared Beale out to the wing. Um, so, yeah, I'd, I'd, uh, wouldn't be captaining anyone in this game at all. It's very early, and obviously the the, five, the 6 o'clock Friday game, uh, you don't want to burn your captaincy. So I'd be looking for vice-captains out of RTS, Nick Arima, Fanua Blake, Tohu Harris, Dufty, Hunt, and Lomax um, for myself. Uh, as far as pickups go, I think DWZ is probably going to get a fair bit of work there at the the Warriors. So I think he's going to have to pick up a lot of the yardage work that's been left by RTS going to fullback and Mamalo going. Um, Braden Williama, he's managed to hold down a centre spot. I, I just feel like uh, he's probably uh, a decent plug and play option week in and week out. St George were actually one of the teams that we had on our run home. Um, top eight selection there so I think he's probably one to look at and then obviously the Shad if you're weak in the halfback spot yep nice one mate very good very good Um, so on the next game Panthers and the Eels from Blue Bet Stadium in Penrith at 7.55 on Friday night Um, so the Panthers uh, have got a couple of changes um, so Charlie Staines goes to fullback. Now, Lukey, what's going on with Edwards? Is that a... I don't know idea, mate, but I'm feeling like it's probably something to do with the, the hamstring injury. Um, I don't think he would have just been dropped. 
Uh, I, I will not form. draft this bloke again. I swear right yeah. fucking now, I will not draft this bloke again. It's been two well, years. Yeah, nah. Mate, he's off contract at the end of next year. I don't think he gets re-signed, to be fair, because we one, we can't afford what his market value will be worth. And I think it's just time to go in another direction. I've always been the biggest advocate for him because of his work rate and his toughness. But it's just... He, he can't stay on the field and plus you've got that shakiness with the, the form and yeah so I, I don't think he's there for 2023 yeah no that's fair that's fair you have gotten rid of a few outside backs though like Naden's gone yep well um yeah I suppose I mean you got you did buy Monorowski on the in the off season but look Staines has got the fullback spot this week which will be interesting to see how he goes um, the Eels will be a tough out this week though uh, but he's at fullback uh, Brent Naden comes into the side on the uh, on the sting uh, Crichton Tyron May's got the other centre spot which is really odd I thought they would have given it to Momorowski especially with uh, with uh, Cleary out he's a goal kicking option I know Crichton can kick but Brian Tuo will back up. Uh, Matt Burton goes to six, and Jerome Luai goes to seven. Uh, Leota, Coruscant, Fisher Harris, Kickout comes back from his hamstring injury. Capewell back into the starting side, and Isaiah Yo on the bench. Mitch Kenny, Scott Sorensen, Spencer Linu, and Liam Martin. Now, is there a chance that Mitch Kenny drops off that interchange? Or is oh, I don't know because I don't think um, Coruscant's been playing eighty minutes. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. Fair enough. Um, then with the Eels, Gutho Sivo is back. Uh, Opicic, Blake, Hayes Dunster, Brown, Moses, Campbell Gillard, Lusick, Paulo, Papali, Madison, and Brown. And just all beef. Just uh, all beef on the bench. Near Cora, Lane, Kafusi, and Cartwright. So this one here, you're, uh, you, you're probably still looking to favour vice captains. Uh, unless you've got uh, no other option in your captaincy, but in this one for the Panthers, and this this one might be a loss, I think. I just think the uh, without having Cleary there, I think that the Eels might smell a bit of blood, but the Eels are a little bit pretenders too, so we'll see what happens. Should be a good game. But for this one, VC, um, you could probably look at Burton, Luai, Toto. In uh, this one, uh, Fisher-Harris and uh, maybe Capewell. Uh, for the Eels, definitely Gutho. Um, maybe Moses as well, kicking goals, Papali. And Madison's only been getting about 50 minutes the last couple of weeks, hasn't he, Luke? He's not playing. Yeah, yeah, he's around. He's averaging around the 60-minute the mark. He has been. But he's just not... I, I don't know, man. Like, obviously, I traded for him. But he just doesn't look the threat. He has been. He just... And I don't know if it's the, the threat of the head knock in the collision or something, but he's just not running hard. He's... Yeah, so he's a tread with caution one. You know, maybe he might start to get a bit more confidence uh, as the season goes on. But, yeah, I've, I've certainly... Uh, I probably would have been better off keeping Nathan Brown, to be fair. Yeah, he's put up a couple of good scores of late. Uh, pickups in this one. Um, look, I like Staines uh, for a one-week play, uh, depending on what happens with Edwards. But uh, if they can get the bickies in this one, you know, they may not. Uh, they may stick with him. Brent Naden as well. Uh, I think that uh, depending on how long Cleary and Edwards are out, might have some job security there, either on the wing or in the centres. Uh, in this one, and maybe even Hayes Dunster, um, potentially. But it's going to be a pretty tight, tight affair. Panthers are pretty stingy when it comes to defence, so I can't imagine the Eels are going to win this, you know, scoring 30 points. But uh, we'll wait and see. All right, uh, on to the next one. Betty, you got the Dogs and the Sea Eagles. Yeah, Dogs and Sea Eagles. Uh, Bank West, 3 p.m. Saturday. Um, so for the Dogs, Corey Allen returns onto the wing. Uh, he's coming back from a shoulder injury. That's his first game since round nine, so he's been out for a while. I don't think it's going to make a difference. Um, and he's part of a new look back line. Features uh, debutante Valakiko Manu in the centres, and Kyle Flanagan comes back at 5'8". So Flano's earned his spot back at 5'8". Why? I, I don't know, man. No, it's because uh, Wakenham's the... Suspended. Oh, it's suspended. because of the COVID thing. Yeah, that's oh, right. Oh, he's one of the COVIDs, is he? Yeah, he's one so of the COVIDs, yeah. Napa, Wakeham, Shroop, Waddell, and Sione Katoa... Um, were all all breached biosecurity protocols because they went to a fucking pub in Eastern Sydney. <laughs> of course they did. Um, so Adam Elliott's been sidelined with a cheekbone injury. Uh, it brings Jackson Topine into the starting side in the back row. 
Um, two more debutants uh, are to come off the bench in Bailey Biondi Odo and Christopher Patolo. Joe Simpson also gets a recall to the bench. So, look, nothing really to see here for the dogs. Um, if, if Tommy plays, this is going to be really bad. If Tommy doesn't play, this is going to be like just regular bad for the dogs. <laughs> if Tommy plays, he doesn't play 80 minutes. No, 100%. No. He's on there for 50, 60 minutes to get the job done, and then he's off. And if he gets the job done in 30, like he has done in other games, he's off. Mm. So, I, I this just, is to me, this is black and white. He just doesn't play. Yeah, Why would you play? play. Garrick, Why Garrick did, play? A, did a decent job at fullback last time we filled in. You got but Dylan Walker. Walker. Just, you just play Walker there. Yeah, you got Dylan Walker. So, um, yeah, as for the, the Sea Eagles, look, Desi's named the same 17 um, that destroyed the Titans the other day. Uh, but obviously, keep an eye on Tommy and DCE. Um, that could be. If both of those guys are ruled out, I would imagine Walker goes into the halves um, and they'll bring on uh, Suli or maybe Cade Cust will come on yeah. and go into the halves and they'll put Walker at fullback. But um, Walker to fullback is probably the safe bet here. Uh, I, I don't think Tommy plays. So um, tread with caution on your captaincies in this game. Um, you know, we, we're getting into sort of captain territory. Uh, and I don't like many here for a captaincy. Uh, if Tommy plays, obviously, the throw the C straight on him. Uh, I, I wouldn't... Yeah, I, I just can't with Cherry Evans at the moment. He's just so up and down. Um, otherwise, uh, I got VCs for, for Saab, Garrick, and I wouldn't... A VC, uh, VC for DCE wouldn't be too bad. Um, pickups in this game. If JMK hasn't been taken, I think... He's worth picking up, especially if you're a little bit light on in the hooker spot. Um, he's he's knocked out some pretty good scores the last two weeks. Uh, so, yeah, he's not going to be owned in a lot of leagues. Um, I don't mind Lachlan Croker for the matchup here. Um, the Bulldogs are allowing a fair few points to the hooker position and a fair few attacking points. So I reckon he gets over for a sneaky try and you can slot him in at your 5'8 spot too. And I don't mind a one-week play for Sean Kepi either. Yep. Nice one, mate. All good on that one. Lukey, Raiders and Titans, 5.30 Saturday. Yeah, so this one should have plenty of super coach points in it. Um, I don't know where they really come from, the actual game points come from from the Raiders, but, uh, yeah, we'll see what happens there, um, especially given that uh, co-captain Jared Croker's back. Yay, at the expense of Matt Tomoko. That that's going to be a decision that they rue. They definitely will rue that decision to bring Croker back. But anyway, um, and the only other change is Sutton um, goes to Lock and Soliola goes back to the bench for the Titans. There's a few changes. Brimson comes back in for Campbell. Um, Corey Thompson comes back in, which I think will be understated. His impact, his yardage work, his ability to scatter defenses, I think is really going to be something that they've been missing. Um, Kevin Proctor comes back. And um, I think Mitch Rain comes back onto the reserves bench, which is uh, interesting. I wonder if he'll find his way back into that 17 or not. So keep your eye on that one. Um, all the Origin stars are tipped to back up from this game. So for me, again, because of the teams, I mean, for the 5.30 slot, you probably would look at a captain if you've had a decent Vikes captain option play prior but this game is just rat shit for captains I, I, I don't know who you'd really go with from a captaincy perspective but there's plenty of vice captains you could go with Brimo um, Fogarty Peachy Corey Thompson and then for Canberra you could go with Hodgson CHN or Whiten um, as potential captains um, and then for pickups Oh, I for Fafita too, sorry. Yep, I've missed him. But yeah, definitely Fafita, my bad. Um, Peachy too. Um, I did say Peach, so yeah. But um, as far as pickups go, um, Semi Valame, I think he's got the wet left wing spot for the Raiders. So, uh, And he's got some yardage work in him, some good carries in him as well. Philip Sammy um, is another one to look at. And obviously, if Corey Thompson's been dropped to waivers, you would definitely pick him up. Um, if you're short of a front rower, Jared Wallace has been going okay. He's getting himself over for Medes and setting some up. So this is a game where I could see him actually doing something. So he's someone who you could look at as a bit of a plug-and-play option as well. Mate, there's a... I don't know what's going to happen with the minutes rotation with the Titans. It's just all forwards on the bench. That's Unless why I reckon... using Firmal 
As I reckon Mitch Rain comes back in. I reckon Mitch Rain comes back in there for someone. I, I I don't know how like they have been playing Peachy at hooker for like say 15 minutes a game, but I, I think Mitch Rain has to come back in to that side, and I honestly believe that he will. He'll probably come in for maybe um, Bo Firma, I think. Yeah, possibly. All good. Uh, so next up, Knights and Cowboys at McDonald Jones on Saturday night. Um, so Callum Ponga has been named to make his return from the groin injury, but until I see him actually run out onto the field and take a hit up, hit up, um, I'm not going to believe it. Um, I think that uh, there might still be some smoke and mirrors to be had. Dom Young has held his wing spot. Kurt Mann is struggling to overcome an ankle injury, but it's been named in the centres. Tawala is the uh, other centre spot. Hummel Hunt, Jake Clifford, Mitchell Pearce. Saifidi, Braley, Daniel Saifidi to back up from Origin, Barnett, Fitzgibbon and Suwaso Su uh, is at lock, which is good for Barnett owners, really shitty for ex-Barnett owners, which uh, of which I am, uh, that he's locked down an edge spot again uh, after, uh, you know, six weeks of, of interchanging with uh, Connor Watson, who is in the number 14, Clemmer, back to the bench, uh, Josh King and Brody Jones. Now, Brody Jones will come into that centre spot if Kurt Mann doesn't come up, I'm led to believe. For the Cowboys, uh, Holmes will back up, so will Kyle Felt. Uh, Jarvid Bowen, uh, Tabu Fido, Murray Tuolungi, Scott Drinkwater, Tom Dearden, Hess, Robson, McLean, Wright, Dunn, Taumalolo, Granville, Gilbert, Burr, and Molo rounds out the bench. So you're probably looking for, uh, for, for captains in this one. Um, look, I don't know if Ponga kicks goals, and if he doesn't kick goals, I probably would be hesitant to, to chuck the captaincy on him at this stage. Um, maybe Barnett on the edge. Uh, obviously, Tamalolo isn't the Tamalolo of the past, so there's not a lot of captaincy options in this one. There should be some points, though. Uh, so if you've got a reliable captaincy option on the Sunday, you can chuck, you can chuck the VC on, uh, on say, Ponga, maybe Pierce, um, DSAF, Mitch Barnett for the uh, for the Cowboys homes, um, drink water to Alungi. Obviously, he's that left wing spot, and we've got the dread the, the worst right side defence in the league. So um, definitely pick up and play this week uh, if he's not already owned. That is, but uh, he should see some, uh, some some love this weekend. But that's all I had for that game, lads. So on to the next, Benny Broncos and Sharks, mate. Yeah, this is the first time we played the Broncos this year, so. Um, could be interesting see how we go as you said Lugie before only way up for the Broncos so it's, it's kind of one of those matches where the Sharks have been on a bit of a run um, it's concerning as a Sharks supporter to, to, <laughs> to come up against the Broncos with nothing to lose really um, so as, as for changes uh, Katoni Staggs is the big one he's he's coming back in to replace Jesse Arthurs which pushes Arthurs to the bench who will be Staggs first game this year um, so owners that held on to him you've done well as patience um, Asako has been brought in uh, to the wing and Corey Oates has as well they come in for Xavier Coates and Selwyn Cobbo uh, Coates obviously is backing up from origin so he's been ruled out I'm not sure what happened with Cobbo why he's been has he just been dropped you guys yeah I think so I don't think yeah. he's been great to be honest his, his debut wasn't terrible but I don't think he's been real good since then so yeah I think he needs some more Reggies yeah fair enough um so Tavita Pangai Jr. is obviously suspended. That brings TC uh, Rabadi onto the starting side uh, in the second row. And Thomas Flegler goes from the interchange to the starting lock position. John Asiata is out with a neck injury. And that brings Keenan Paliasia onto the bench. Um, Brody Croft comes in at half back to, to partner Tyson Gamble, who switches to 5'8", uh, with Carmichael Hunt dropping out of the squad. So no surprise Thank there, fuck. really. Thank just fucking fuck. The dumbest the, experiment, wasn't it? Like the league, why? the league was just the league looked farcical with Carmichael Hunt playing there. Jeez, he was fucking terrible. But really, he like, was awful. How many more halves pairings can he try? Like, who's the next Stags at six? Is that the next fucking? No, I think Albert Kelly's just got a bit of a hammy injury. He'll come back in for Tyson Gamble, I think. Because the thing is, I, I actually think a, a Croft Kelly halves pairing would probably be their best. Um, the, the thing is, Croft isn't great, but when you think about all the other halves this year, he actually has been okay compared... Like, Gamble had one good game, and then he's been sort of just mediocre for the rest of it. You know, you've got Hunt, you've got... Uh, Kelly's been their best half, but 
Yeah, I, I think Ke- Croft and Kelly in the halves wouldn't be too bad. Could be worse, I'm sure. We can yeah. find a way to make it worse. Um, for the Cronulla, uh, the 17 that took a field against North Queensland has been retained. Um, Hamlin Newell has kept his spot on the interchange bench. Uh, he switched places late with Andrew Fafita, and that was obviously due to him being seen fit to play after coming back from an injury. Um, and the only change to the 21-man squad sees Marwan Horodi named on the extended bench to replace the departed Chad Townsend. So he'll be playing for the Warriors this weekend. Um, captaincies, vice-captaincies in this game is fucking tough. Like, real tough. Uh, I wouldn't be banking on anything. Maybe um, Katoni Stags. <laughs> yeah, if you're desperate. That's about all I can take out of the Broncos. Oh, Payne Haas. Um, but I feel like his minutes will be reduced after Origin, um, depending on how bad they want this win. But uh, for the Sharks, probably only Will Kennedy and maybe SJ. Um, if you've got the option to run a VC uh, in this game, probably Mulatalo and maybe Connor Tracy as well. Um, as, as for pickups... Uh, Katoni Staggs. Now, if you're in shallower leagues, there's a chance that because of his extended injury, the time that he's been, 16 rounds, he's been put to waivers and kind of forgotten about. Um, if that's a chance, he can be picked up as we speak, as we record this. So straight away, go and have a look. Um, anything more than a 10-man league or 10-man league or more, I'd say he's been held, but some of the eight-man leagues out there, he could have been dropped. Um, Connor Tracy is a good pick up and play uh, if you're a little bit weak in your, in your halves there you can score a couple of tries and I don't mind a play one week play for TC Rabati. Mate how did you use Trindle last game? I didn't even watch man I, didn't, oh, I think he just came on and played kind of 15 minutes um, in the middle same as kind of what Hunt mm. did in Origin nothing major he didn't play a big part so I don't see him Taking too many minutes off any of the halves, unless Moylan has an absolute stinker. Yep, fair. Looky, Tigers and Rabbits, mate. Yep. So, a couple of changes for the Tigers. Um, Dewey comes back after his head knock. Um, Tommy Patelau drops out of the squad. Um, Safarth swaps starting with uh, Joe Offengowie comes off the bench. And um, McKaylee comes in for Tom Amoni. Um, Sean Bloor, named on the interchange bench despite concerns about his availability. Benji Marshall returns as the uh, super sub on the South Rabbitohs bench, um, while Hammy Saleh is promoted to the starting prop spot in replace of Tavita Totola, who's missing for six to eight weeks with that knee injury. Liam Knight comes onto the bench. Um, for a uh, reprieve into the squad. It looks like the club's five origin players, Latrell, Gagai, Cook, Arrow and Murray, are going to back up. And Arrow has maintained his spot on the bench. Uh, Sorry, on the edge, um, which is a little bit suspect for mine because I think he looks terrible there. Um, You're only looking at captains at this point. Um, I don't think you go with anyone from the Bunnies. Maybe Dewey if you're really stretched for options. Um, I'd go for Trell, Walker, Alex Johnson, Murray, Gagai, and maybe Campbell Graham from the Bunnies um, as far as the captaincy options, especially if you're chasing at that point. For pickups, I think mostly are owned um, for the bunnies, um, I had a look at Tane Milne actually because he's held that spot, but his yardage work is disgusting. His base stats are terrible, so don't even look at him. He's nothing unless he's scoring a try, and I think he got a try and scored maybe 40 odd last round. So, yeah, I don't think I'd be uh, going anywhere near Tane Milne. Um, if Ken Mamolo happens to still be on uh, waivers um, or free agency, definitely pick him up. His yardage works obviously. Good. As far as pickups uh, elsewhere go, um, Luke Garner, he's actually playing some pretty good footy and he's on that left edge with Luke Brooks, so definitely look at him as maybe a third, second row option. And also Jacob Little, looks like he's getting uh, 80 minutes now with a um, four forward bench, so I would suggest that uh, he's actually pretty good hooker option, Um, definitely for... uh, auto emergency purposes he's probably someone good to have on your bench as well so that's about it for that game yeah nice one mate nice one so 
Let's uh, swing us your uh, or, uh, your pickups for the week. Benny, do you want to kick us off? Uh, it's a bit hey, tough. Oh no, yeah, they've Mondas. already been they've already been taken. Um, yeah. A lot, yeah. So we've had free agency obviously since last week. Um, so as you're hearing this, you can go and pick players up. Uh, but for me, players that we should probably play this week with DWZ. And he's probably someone you can hold on to. Uh, he's going to be picking up a lot of Mamalo's work. Uh, JMK, as we've spoken about before, he's getting decent minutes there at the Dogs. And then for this week only, um, just see how we go from here on out. But TC Rabadi, Connor Tracy with the matchup, and Semi Balame. Yep, nice on Lukey. Mm. <laughs> <laughs> right. Um, it's not pretty. It's not. Look, um... I'll probably go with DWZ. I think he's uh, definitely someone who's got to be looked at. Um, I reckon... Um, yeah. Jeez, there's, not, there's just nothing out there, hey? I mean, you could take a punt with Tessie Nui, I think. I think that's a game where he's going to do some all right things. Um, he's been sort of waiting to bust loose I think the last few rounds so I think he's someone definitely that you could look at um oh jeez man jeez it's bleak isn't it yeah. I'm gonna go Charlie Staines man fuck it's just so disgusting that I'm actually resorting to Charlie Staines so <laughs> yeah yeah look I mean I had the Chad um and then JMK Jeremy Marshall King as well although we've been spruiking him for a couple of weeks Hopefully he's owned in your leagues. If not, go and get him. Um, I also think Brent Naden's not a bad play because I think that uh, even if Dylan Edwards comes back, I think Naden still holds that spot um, in the centres over Tyrone May. So he could get like yeah. three weeks, four weeks if Cleary's out. Job security there. And we know that he's uh, he's a, he's got, uh, got a lot of tackle bus in him. He's got attacking upside, so I don't mind him as a play. Jeremy Marshall King and the Chad for me. I actually think to, I'll, I'll go back to um, Kenny Bromwich. I think um, I, I just reckon he'll probably come into a little bit of form in the back end of the year. He's had a few weeks off. Um, you know, their edges have been pretty ordinary. Uh, so I don't know. He, he could be worth a look. The Storm have got a decent run coming home, so I think he's someone that you could probably pick up now, plug and plug in as your, your, your third, second rower. Yep, not a bad play, and obviously, uh, you know, the, you know, he's he, he. You'd think their edges have got to start to to put some points on the board, don't you, Super Coach Wise? Because him and Fusi this this year have been pretty pretty ordinary. So we'll see what yeah. happens. All right, lads, that pretty much sums it up. Unless we've got any other trade talk or anything like that, we want to have a bit of a run through. Um, I knocked out a trade uh, last week. You did. I, I got rid of got rid of Sammy Walker. Um, I, I traded with you, Dusty. We um, we had a trade before that, uh, Ryan Kelly for Mitchell Pierce. So I got rid of oh, Kelly. Oh yeah, I forgot about that. And you gave me Mitchell Pierce. So that, <laughs> that's right. <laughs> I, I, I'm more confident. Wow, I'm more confident with Pierce uh, and actually playing and taking the field over Walker. Um, you know, Pierce is a little bit more durable, at least. But my Walker's injury concerns really worried me, uh, and I, I need not. Not to have that problem, I just need to get off the bottom of the table. So I don't need that problem. So I, uh, after I got pierced off you, I traded Walker to to Nate in our league for for Will Kennedy for the run home because Dylan Edwards has been giving me the shits. And not a bad play now. Yeah, yeah. Yeah. And Drew Hutchinson started training again this week after his injury. So don't be surprised if maybe in a couple weeks' time that. Yeah, they stop relying on Walker. Get him I, some surgery. I, I get would, him some. Yeah, I would give him the rest of the season off. And, and that's yeah. Nate. Nate was worried about that. He was like, "Man, it's a gamble for both of us." Because if I trade him Walker and he plays the rest of the season and plays like he can, you know, I, I've just handed the bloke his his way out of being at the bottom of the table. Basically, you know what I mean? Like they say, mm. you shouldn't trade with like you know, pay a little bit overs for people. That you're contesting with in the in the ladder, um, but I, I kind of didn't have a choice. I liked Will Kennedy's run home, and he's pretty important to that Cronulla attack. See how we go. What was the last game that they played, Kennedy? Was it against uh, North against Queensland? Against North Queensland, he got a seventy-four. 
What about that move he put on? He got the ball out oh, the back oh, of the block oh. play and that footwork. It yeah. just looked oh, it like was he so was clean. floating. It, it was so clean, hey. It just looked like, oh, fuck. He couldn't does, defend that. Does Will Kennedy not have David Peachy vibes about him? Oh, massive He's Peachy just vibes. David yeah. Peachy all Huge over, Huge Peachy vibes. Pe- Peachy yeah. was a... I mean, uh, Kennedy's a good ball player in his own right, but I think Peachy was a little bit handier with the footy. Uh, but he probably developed that as he went on as well. So, and, and Kennedy's got a lot of time to develop that in his game as well. So hopefully, uh, you know, that doesn't get lost on him. I think he's probably learned a fair bit under Sean Johnson. Just, you know, spacing and shapes and what lines to run out the back of those block plays and stuff. Um, you know, Cronulla are going to have a fairly young squad next year. Hopefully that doesn't stunt uh, the development of, of Kennedy because he's been a superstar this year. He's been great. Oh, mate, he's, so. he's been impressive and I'm glad that, you know, we're not looking at moving him from fullback. I think him linking up with Hines is going to be pretty handy. Um, two pretty dangerous dangerous ball runners. So we'll see what happens. But obviously I just need to cross my fingers and hope he performs the rest of the season. Gets me off the bottom of the ladder and out of contention for our uh, cunt bowl. Yeah. The playoff. It's real. Mm. <laughs> I need to leave it to Nate and Dean to worry about that. I don't want to borrow it. I need to get I'm coming, it. mate. I'm coming. <laughs> Luke, I'm heading down Luke, he's heading down. <laughs> I'm on a five-game fucking skid. You are, actually. That's bad. It's disgusting. I can't believe where it's come from out of nowhere. Uh, oh, yeah, but you've lost so. some players, man. And yeah. we were running through them the other day, and I was kind of like... It was a throwback to some of the years that I've had to endure where you just lose players hand over fist, and you're like... It's just every well, round can, it's a new player. I, I can work the wire. You can work the wire as much as you fucking want, but the, the, the handcuff options, they're just not legitimate handcuff options at the moment. It's its yeah. not great. If How's, um, I'd just like to touch on Az's dick kissing and, and how absolutely kissed on the dick that bloke gets. So he's, he's the Cleary <laughs> owner, and it's like, oh, okay, he's lost Cleary, but he's been playing Burton on his bench or sorry in his 5-8 slot for weeks because he hasn't needed to you know like Burton's been performing in the centres so he hasn't needed a legitimate 5-8 there now he can just shift him into halfback and obviously he's got the handcuffs of Hines and Pappenhausen like the bloke's just like handcuff central in his team doesn't matter if you lose Cleary mate I've got Burton who's probably going to knock out 70s 80s 90s in the halves anyway yeah, but he has had uh, Fafita putting up some yeah, dog shit performances a, a little bit too, and and I think that the uh, the Titans are struggling a little bit. They, you know, they might get the bickies against the Raiders this weekend, but they're struggling a little bit. They're hitting the wall, and I don't know if they have the answers. They've got a, such a young squad, and they're kind of all looking at each other. It seems like for uh, for answers, but uh, they just yeah. don't have a quality half. That's the problem, man. They don't have a top tier half. Mm, uh, someone, I agree. someone to guide him around the park, man. Like, uh, well, no, I think I think that's Fogarty. Uh, he just has no help. Brimson's been injured for a month. Uh, Taylor's been horrible again. They've got no hooker. They 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 they've got no hooker. So it, they they there is it's not a quality of leadership. I think it's a quantity of leadership. It's probably the, one of the worst spines in the comp. Really, when you when you think about it, and you go Fogarty, Taylor, Brimson. Mitch Rain, it's probably one of the worst spines in the comp. Yeah, and yeah, it, I mean, it's there with Brisbane. Did we see an amazing year from Brimson last year, or are we seeing, um, or is this like the real Brimson that we're seeing? Now we saw an amazing seven games yeah, out of Brimson last yeah. season. I reckon that was a flash in the pan, man. I reckon yeah. what we're seeing now is Brimson. Yeah, I, I tend to agree, but but the the problem is that. What's going to be frustrating for Titans fans and obviously uh, Brimson Supercoach owners, and when it comes time to draft as well, is he's got a high ceiling. He's got a high as fuck ceiling, Brimson, because you, we've seen it, and now it's just like, hang on, they've put all these resources around him, and he's and he's struggling this year. So uh, who knows? Maybe he goes on a bit of another run, but I think they've got they're they're, they're lacking in in, in another. Decent half. I wouldn't be surprised if Corey Norman or Matt Moylan end up there at some point. Uh, It'll be Cody Nick. It'll be Cody Nick. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah, Definitely. There's word. There's word he's going to GC. So yeah, right. But they also need to look at a hooker. Bad. Oh, did they? Did they end up signing that bloke from the UK? I thought they signed some fella from the UK that they've been trying to get for a while. I thought he was like one of the. Nah, he's one of the elite hookers over there. I'm sure they signed him. 
Um, oh, there was talk of it anyway. But yeah, they they do need a hooker. So if they haven't got him, they need to go to the market straight away. They could do worse than Peachy. I know he's he, he the, the I guess the thing is he's been effective because he's been a bit of a link um, and they're a bit weak in the halves. So he's been effective and being able to get in there and fill a bit of a gap there. But if they've got another dominant half, they could do worse than having Peachy there. Surely. Oh, I see. I'd rather have Peachy at six. I'd rather have him play at six, man. Like, you can't have Peachy just passing off the deck from dummy half. He's a runner, and he's a link, man. If you have him at dummy half, man, it's just wasted. I'd, I'd To be fair, I'd much rather have him at six. Doesn't yeah, cool. It doesn't look like they've signed that guy from the UK. Yeah, um, okay. Their only gains for 2022 will be Issa Masters and Paul Turner. Obviously, Masters is already there. So, um, mm. I'm not seeing anything about... Anyone from the UK? Yeah, right. Jamal Fockett is the captain. There you go. Didn't know that. All right, lads. Uh, we're talking about the Titans, so it seems like a pretty good time to end it up. Yeah, there. I think so too. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, all good. All right, lads. So um, keen to get back into the footy. Keen to uh, put myself through the ringer again this weekend with Supercoach back on. Uh, we'll do this same time next week and we'll be active on socials over the weekend throughout the course of the games. But uh, until then, all right, we'll see you next week. Cheers, lads. Catch up. Catch boys.